0: Coming up next on The Techno-Optimist, you'll hear the latest news on how technology is solving some of the world's biggest problems. With Teresa Carey, a senior writer at Freethink. Hi, I'm Teresa. Today I'm going to talk about pollution-seeking satellites, recycling cotton clothing into the earth, and lab-cultured breast milk. And moms, you're going to want to stick around for that one. But let's talk about satellites first. Carbon dioxide is taking all the blame for climate change, yet we can't ignore methane emissions, which are responsible for at least 25% of today's human-made global warming. Even though there is much more carbon dioxide being emitted than methane, methane is much more potent. So reducing methane could have a significant impact. If we can stop methane emissions, then maybe we can have a fighting chance at halting climate change. Recently, it became a whole lot easier to find methane leaks because of methane-hunting satellites that sniff it out. Tracing methane emissions isn't easy. The methods available today are ground-based sensors or spotting leaks from airplanes. They're inefficient or costly. But a new project called Methane Watch taps satellites to be the eyes around the planet. Methane Watch is a monitoring platform that combines sophisticated algorithms to enhance satellite data to measure the methane footprint of regions, nations, and companies. The platform launched last year, but has already tracked methane emissions along gas pipelines, finding intentional methane releases known as venting. Earlier this month, Methane Watch identified a gigantic methane plume over Russia. So now that we can see the leaks, what can we do about it? Research shows that over half of the 380 million metric tons of methane emitted yearly by human activities may be reduced this decade using current and cost-effective technique. Simple things like fixing leaky pipelines, stopping deliberate venting of unwanted gas, or capturing fumes from livestock and rotting landfills. These things could slow warming and buy time to expand on other solutions to sequester carbon. Some of those solutions we've covered on this show, including offshore kelp farms, which are right here in Maine, and genetically modified trees. So check out the show notes at weru.org. Search for The Techno Optimist. Next, I want to talk about the fashion industry, which is notoriously wasteful, but there is a growing trend to incorporate more sustainable practices. Secondhand clothing is becoming more mainstream. Even major retailers like Walmart and Patagonia have resale stores, and places like Rent the Runway are embracing the circular fashion. Now, an Australian cotton industry trade group aims to return used cotton to the soil to help new cotton grow. Earlier this summer, farmer Sam Colton spread two tons of cotton mixed with compost on a farm in Queensland. He was prepping the field for the next cotton harvest, which he will plant in October of this year. But this is the first time he has mixed old cotton rags into the soil. The goal is to explore if outdated cotton may improve soil health, and if it could become a solution to textile waste. Unlike synthetic fibers like fleece or spandex, cotton is generally harmless, and should decompose into the soil. The cotton breaking down in soil rather than a landfill should save 2,250 kilograms of CO2 equivalents from being released into the atmosphere. A lab study from last year found promising results. Cotton seedlings sprouted just as effectively in soil that had been amended with cotton fabric as they did in soil that had not. But for the research in this field, we'll have to wait until the cotton harvest in early 2022 before we find out if it really worked. Breast milk is considered the best food for a newborn baby's physical and mental development. Breastfeeding moms will tell you that their milk is liquid gold. But despite being natural, breastfeeding can also be hard, really hard. And when moms need extra help, baby formula has generally been the next best thing. But not anymore. BioMilk is an Israeli food technology firm. They've invented cultured breast milk, that they hope will not only replace formula, but even rival the real deal. BioMilk says it can produce both cultured breast milk and cow's milk. Their lab-grown breast milk is said to contain complex carbohydrates that are found in human breast milk. Lab-grown meats and alternative proteins are a growing interest because of the idea that they are more humane and more environmentally friendly to produce. But cultured milk is still on the fringe. There are only a few companies doing this. BioMilk, this time spelled with a Q, is based in the U.S., and it's another cell-ag startup that is growing breast milk outside the human body, as is Turtle Tree Labs, also founded in Singapore. But I'm still a little skeptical. This mama knows that even if they can replicate breast milk, nursing a baby can never be replaced. Thanks for listening to The Techno Optimist. I'm Teresa Carey, Senior Writer at Freethink. The music is provided by Alex Jurgensen. I'll see you next week.